our friend from the north, Zach, from the Plaid Jacket Philosopher Podcast, joins us for another episode. We talk the Freedom Convoy. Freedom! <laughs> um, and uh, how, well, it was there one day, it's gone the next. Man, his government went crazy. Canada, they just, man... I did not, of all countries, to go authoritarian on their citizens. I did did not expect it from the Canadians. They're so nice. Well, apparently some of them, some of them their prime minister is kind of a bitch. Uh, don't forget to check out our social media, Instagram, Facebook, Twitter. Give us a like, follow, and uh, jump on uh, Spotify or Apple. And uh, please give us a review. Thanks for listening. Dads Worldwide. The first word in family management, family budgeting, insurance, bills, food, vacations, research and development, homework, emails, phone calls. Last week we tried to do an oil change and ended up with a new car. Security. Doors are locked. Windows shut. House alarm is set. Fingerless gloves. Dads worldwide. Loyal listeners, possibly you. Welcome to another episode of Dads Worldwide. I'm Brendan, and with us tonight we have Zach from the Plaid Jacket Philosopher Podcast. Not hey, fal- not falafel. Not falafel. Not falafel. <laughs> Thanks for having me again. I'm uh, I'm excited to have this talk again. You kind of hit me out of nowhere, and <laughs> I'm excited. Whether then then you drop the topic on me, and I'm like, oh yeah, right on. I can talk about that yeah. anytime. At the drop of a hat, I'll talk about that. There you go. I uh, yeah. I uh, I saw you on there, and I'm like, that light's green. That means like I I can just ask him, right? Yeah. Yeah. No. Um. <laughs> yeah. I'm really good at that. Asking people last minute, like, hey, you want a new podcast? <laughs> so, oh, I'm the same way. Yeah. Too. Yeah. Yeah, you'll see me like peek out from behind a tree. Hey, want to do podcast? <laughs> um, yeah, man, I wanted to have you on. Uh, we so when we spoke last, uh, not too long ago, but uh, it's it, the Freedom Convoy was just cranking up, mm-hmm. just cranking up, and well, it's a, a lot has happened since then. <laughs> so, yeah. Um, yeah, I wanted to jump in that and uh, get from your perspective. But first off. I have a couple questions for you. One, do Canadians watch the State of the Union for the United States? I uh, I can't speak for every Canadian, but speaking for myself, not a fucking chance. <laughs> okay, <laughs> I didn't miss anything. It's a lot of bloviating. Yeah. Oh, I did. I did see something about Ukrainians being referred to as Iranians. That was pretty funny. But it's it's nice to see that uh, that he's still got it. Hey. It's nice to see that the leader of the of your country does really, he does really he has it? got it going on. Does he have it? I don't know. No, I'm <laughs> no. being totally sarcastic. <laughs> it's just like, I when I saw that uh, Iranian Ukrainian thing, I cracked up pretty hard. Oh god, that was probably the worst slip up I think he had. That like that's like pretty good, honestly. Like usually he's just. He can't keep a sentence together, so they must have pumped him so full of amphetamines. Like he just like he was just like going crazy. So yeah, I, we I we don't see much of it up here. I imagine that was probably the worst of it, just because that's what made the highlight reels in Canada. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, but anyway, it was it was pretty funny. But no, I didn't watch it. I I don't know of many Canadians who did. But fair um, enough. Yeah. Fair enough. You're not missing I, much. <laughs> Sounds yeah. good. I just made a, an episode on that, and I swore a lot. So, um, <laughs> so <laughs> yeah, yeah. I believe it. I mean, we're going to be getting into Canadian politics, and yep. I promise. I swore a lot watching Canadian yeah, politics over the past few weeks too. Yeah, you gotta, you gotta, you gotta. Okay, and you sec- realize how much money you're paying them. You gotta. Oh yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, we should really <laughs> talk about that too. Uh, that's another episode. That's another. That's, yeah. that's another. Yeah. yeah, that's another topic. All right, so uh, I did a couple questions with uh, John from the Basement Surge. Uh, I don't know. It was the last week? I think it was last week. Mm-hmm. I thought that you, since you have a couple boys, I'm going to throw these couple questions at you. I want to know how you would react as, as the dad. Sounds good. Sounds All right, good. here we go. I caught my son using his penis as a stylus on his iPad. Should I be mad or impressed? <laughs> <laughs> so these, you know so what? I should I should start with I should start off with these are Facebook questions of dad groups that I'm on, that I'm in so so people I would actually say, said 
That that is really good. I mean, I I wish that I could say that would be the weirdest thing that I saw my son doing with his penis. So uh, I would honestly, I would be impressed. I wouldn't be mad at all if I saw him working working the iPad with, with his dick. I wouldn't be mad at all. I'd be laughing. Dude, clean it off when you're done. All right. Yeah, exactly. No, there. I I I think it's hilarious. I mean, we don't have any girls, so I have no idea what to compare it to. But with the four boys, I mean, the second that they they realized that thing's on their body i mean they're obsessed with it so oh, it never, I, uh, yeah that never ends it never yeah. ends and i'm i mean i know i'm 32 it still hasn't ended so and, i don't uh, think uh, <laughs> i don't think i don't think it ever will and no i'd be i'd be impressed if i saw that uh, i'm 42 i can't even find it so all right um <laughs> here we go. i uh oh here we go oh yeah and uh we have a girl and she, she touches hers uh, you oh, know, well she doesn't yeah. have a penis but yeah she yeah uh, yeah she I just understand. doesn't stop uh, all right, next one. I caught my 13-year-old son looking at gay porn. He said he is bi. What do I do? These are legit questions. I'm not making these up. Yeah, that that one. So that's kind of semi-serious. I don't even have, like, I don't have a 13-year-old yet. My oldest is 10. Yeah. I've been, I'm just terrified at the thought the of dreading porn that. in general. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I'm, I'm yeah. just terrified at the, the thought of it in general. I, uh, what do I do? I don't know. I, I mean, I've, I've contemplated having just the the porn talk with my kids and what that in general i mean i i think that's just kind of the same talk uh i don't think there's anything you can do based on their orientation that's just the way it is but i uh as far as porn i would definitely have a talk with them yeah so i think there's some people that are legitimately i think we're on kind of the same wavelength but there's i think there's some dads that are legitimately like don't want their kids to be gay or bi or, or whatever or uh so they really are confused as to what should they should do so i don't I, so i don't anytime i see these questions which it's multiple times I, I this is probably the third or fourth time i've seen a question like this in the dad groups mm -hmm. that i'm in and um i don't want to make fun of them too much like i i i, I don't know I, feel, I guess i don't know if i feel bad for them or i just i like I don't know. Like, you just love your kid and you, like, try to, you know, explain things to him and, you know, you move on. Like, I don't I don't know. I, I agree. You know I mean, I, like, you, you, yeah. Like, it's tough to say, right? I, yeah. I, I don't know. I, but I as, don't know. I would, I would just address the whole, the whole porn aspect of it. And yeah, then, I mean, at 13, you're what, seventh, eighth grade? Yeah, eighth grade. Right. I think. Okay. And then, like I'm trying to think if I knew what my sexual orientation was then, and then I'm thinking I'm back at. I think I yeah I think I knew I liked girls at that point. So I, yeah I mean I yeah right we're you know junior high you're having parties trying to feel boobs you know like yeah. like yeah so I but even then like yeah I don't know. I know, I, just, I know what you mean, and I know why you're struggling with the words because I struggle with it yeah. too. I mean, I think, I think that me personally, and this again, like whatever, whatever my sons turn out, their their sexual orientation, I'm gonna be, I'm gonna be fine. I'm gonna be supporting. But whenever, when you're a kid, you know, you or, or not when you're a kid, sorry, when you're like holding your baby in your arms for the first time, and you're, you know, you're you're picturing all these steps down in life. Like I don't know, for me, maybe it's just because this is my orientation. Like my immediate thought is, you know. I'm going to have a daughter-in-law one day and I'm going to have grandkids. So like there, there is this thought that goes along with it. So yeah, maybe that's, true. maybe that's, yeah. maybe that's why it shocks some people. And I mean, I don't think that should, that, I'm not trying to be insensitive like that. I think that's just, no, you no, know, no. if you're, if you're a heterosexual man and you're having kids, that's yeah. just, that's what you envision. You kind of project your future onto your kids. So I, I don't, I'm not trying to be, yeah, insensitive or anything, but you know, I think that's why it probably a lot of dads stumble with it because if you're straight and you're having kids, you just automatically are going to project your future onto your kids. So that it's probably just another hurdle to jump over. I'm, yeah, I think I think it's just uh, just maybe something they're just not used to or hadn't thought of before. But yeah. Oh man, I just realized something. What? I, I spelled penis wrong. Oh, that's all right. Nobody <laughs> sees the video, do they? Yeah, no, no not at all. Um, okay. Um, yeah, I. I Actually, I hadn't thought of that. Yeah, I think you're right. If you're traditional, if you're, you know, you're in that traditional mode, you're like, yeah, you could really, that could be a shock, I guess. It and could then, be. I mean, yeah, like you, you just project what, what yeah. your life is. Yeah, that's true. That's true. Yeah. I like that answer. Good on you. Oh. 
All right. Well, thank you. Yeah. All right. So I did bring you on to talk about the Freedom Convoy, COVID, and all that whole mess. But uh, uh, what I loved about the Canadian Freedom Convoy was it was legitimately grassroots. It seemed, oh, yeah. or at least it seemed it. And yep. it was a protest against mandating vaccines because you guys were countrywide, right? We still are. Yeah. Oh, I thought we Alberta. I thought Alberta dropped it. There are some, okay, so some of the provinces have, Alberta has actually as of, what's the date today? The second. So as yeah. of yesterday, Ontario dropped it. Um, their Saskatchewan has dropped it. Um, a bunch of the provinces. So some of them have varying stages that they've let off their, their COVID protocols. But yeah, yeah. I know that, I know that Ontario, Saskatchewan and Alberta at least have dropped the vaccine mandate. So the passport. And then I believe. Alberta and Saskatchewan have dropped their mask mandates, and then Ontario is working towards dropping their mask mandate. But um, where I live on the West Coast in BC, we still have everything in play, and they're still, they actually just added new mandates uh, two weeks ago. So uh, now, yeah, it, it's bananas, man. It, it doesn't make any sense. But so sorry, going back to what the, the, the convoy protest was about, I mean, yes, it was about uh, these, the mandates across the country, but a lot of those do fall under provincial jurisdictions. So again, you're seeing some of these provinces fall and none of them will acknowledge that it had to do with the convoy. Of course not. No, no, no. Of course not. It it was completely independent. But, (laughs) you know, obviously within within a few days of the convoy, all of them start dropping. So they uh, so those have dropped. uh, But the other one that they're worried about and the federal one that is still in place, which actually uh, there's actually a, a court challenge going uh, right now, it's underway as to whether or not the Charter of Rights and Freedoms have been violated, specifically Section 6, which permits to the freedom of travel across the country as a Canadian. Obviously, Canada is a huge country. You know, saying that you're legally allowed to walk across it doesn't really classify as traveling the country anymore. But the federal mandate that is still in place is you cannot get in a plane or a train without a vaccine without without your passport right so you can't fly or you can't take trains across the country on cn rail canadian national rail so it's uh yeah it's a joke it's still in play we've got other countries around the world who are dropping all of the mandates because again you know when when we thought that it prevented or limited spread um there was a rationale to it. I still I wouldn't have agreed with it, but there isn't a reason to argue against it. I mean, there is a there is a, a point to it, but now that we know that it doesn't limit or uh, it doesn't limit or decrease to a reasonable level the spread of COVID, um, the entire rationale is blown to hell. So there's there's no reason for it anymore. That's why we're seeing other countries open up and scrap it. But Trudeau's, uh, you know, clenching it with his with his fists there. He's just really trying to cling on to power. So it's uh, yeah, it's it's a mess. But that is why the convoy started. And you're absolutely right about it being a grassroots movement. And that actually is part of, you know, it's not only the allure of it, the draw, how amazing it was, but it also explains how chaotic it was at some points, because this isn't a well-organized, a greased <laughs> machine, right? This is a bunch of blue-collar it, truckers yeah. and workers coming together and who are just fed up. And they, you know, we were going to stage a protest one way or another. I say we. I wasn't involved in it, but I supported it for sure. And, yeah, uh, yeah it was it was amazing to watch. And they raised a ton of money. They yeah, got, they did. They and, got forfeited. And they had to, yeah, <laughs> and they had to do it a few times because... Yeah. First, I think it was the GoFundMe that got up to over $10 million. And then, yeah, then GoFundMe shut it down because they figured, you know, they started following what the the Canadian mainstream media, which, by the way, you're not going to, well, you will hear if you you look into it, but it's all federally funded here, right? Especially the CBC, the Canadian Broadcasting Corporation. So, you know, when they're getting their paychecks written by the government, they're going to facilitate the government story of course, right and of course yeah and i mean in the states you guys are well familiar with that too you guys just have kind of 
different news stations that cover different political parties. But here we we just have the federally. Yeah, the federally I don't. I don't know ones. if ours are paid by the federal government, but they're definitely fed their lines by the federal government. For, for sure, that's yeah. all I mean. Yeah, <laughs> yeah and, yeah, and yeah. ours yeah. ours is fed their their lines directly yeah. from the federal yeah. government too. So anyway, so what this came down to is GoFundMe started listening to the mainstream propaganda story about what the Freedom Convoy was and. Uh, so they shut down the accounts. They ended up originally their statement was, and I know this because I was on that email list. I donated to it, but they said, uh, we're going to, we're ceasing funding to this and we're going to donate it to a charity of our choice. And people went ballistic. They should obviously. have. The, yeah, they should that, have. As we should have. Yeah, it's yeah, like, yeah. no, 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 no. We donated this money to this cause. I don't give a fuck what you think it should go to. Yeah. Give it back to me at worst case. So I can then give it back to them again. So, that's what they did instead of instead of donating or looking for somewhere else to donate it. They did just refund the money to everybody. Ooh, I know I got my good. money refunded. Yeah. Now, it, no, then okay, now wait a second. Now, wait a second. Now, they they did this because the narrative was that this was just a bunch of redneck racists, right? Right. Like, the, right. these people were just, they mad at the government. They're just a bunch of hillbillies that don't like black people or something. It was just crazy. Like, they, the, the narrative that they were... They were portraying these people as like a fringe. Uh, what did uh, Trudeau say? They they're just a fringe, a fringe segment. minority with unacceptable views. Yeah, 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 yeah. Racist, yeah. misogynistic. Yes. Um, against science. Yeah, anti-progress. Now, yeah, all what, of it. what is uh the percentage of Sikh uh truckers in Canada? Was it sixty percent? I don't know, but I know at least on the West Coast here, there's a fairly high percentage, right? That, that's one of the large. industries. I heard 60, but maybe 40. Either way, it doesn't matter. Even if, say if it's 20% of these yep. truckers are Sikh, like, eh, pretty sure you're not racist. But, yeah, know. and it, it's it's pretty incredible. There's there's actually one if if you really want to blow that narrative apart, I'll kind of give the backstory as to why that became the narrative too. It's because uh, on one of the first days of the protest, somebody spotted, and there's like one photo of it that I've seen. Yeah, it's this weird picture <laughs> of you know this group of three or four people. One of them has a Nazi flag, and they're way off in the distance. Like you can't. There's nobody else in the. They aren't in the crowd for the convoy at all. Yeah. And you can tell this because the camera is zoomed in and it's way off in, in the distance. They're, no, they're near nobody. Also, another key point to this. Now, keep in mind who is protesting here, right? For the most part, these people are not afraid of COVID at this point. They aren't wearing masks. Like that, that's kind of part of the protest here. Yeah. So when you see the people with the, with the swastika flag, the guy's belaclavat up. Everybody around him has masks on. Yeah. They're all covered. Like it just screams like, hold on. Plant. These people. Plant. Yeah. These yeah. people clearly aren't part of this. This is a plant. Yeah. And now another part of this that is, is, is interesting is uh, the last that I had seen it as well is that the convoy itself had put up. They kept raising their amount of money, but they were putting up a reward for anybody who could identify who that uh, swastika oh, flag carrier was. Nice. Yeah. It got it. It got up to $6,700 from the convoy itself before I lost track of it. But um, yeah, so I mean, that that was being sought out by the convoy itself. They were trying to find that person. Wasn't to, there, to bring a, them wasn't there a Confederate flag too? Or was that later? There was. And yeah. that, no, that was, that was early too. That guy got chased out of the convoy crowd <laughs> and got threatened to get the shit kicked out of him. That's so awesome. yeah, th- this, this narrative that, that they were supportive of this stuff is yeah. couldn't be farther from the fr- truth. And if you want to see uh, probably the best Instagram page and it popped up right after Trudeau's racist remarks, uh, it's called POC for Freedom Convoy on Instagram. That's obviously Persons of Color for Freedom Convoy. And so it does a really good job of highlighting all the different nationalities, ethnicities, religions, yeah. beliefs, everything that was within this movement. And it's it's incredible. Again, this is a grassroots thing. And I can tell you, it, I've never been as inspired to be a Canadian as I was watching this move across the country and then roll into Ottawa. One of the things that was most amazing about it was i mean these groups grew to hundreds of thousands of members within days right as this thing started to pick up momentum and so you'd see all these posts from like different sikh temples or mosques or churches or you know all these different religious centers along the way along the path traveling across canada from you know west to east and they were saying you know this is such and such temple and it was all different religions and they were 
looking to feed, house, bathe, like wash the clothes of whatever they could do. And it was every nationality, it was every single belief system, it was any religion, it was, I'm telling you, I have never seen unity like that ever. Like we even saw with the First Nations, which, you know, in in the U.S., you guys have a lot of the Afri- African-American history of, mm-hmm. you know, there, there's a lot of racial tension there. Yeah. Well, in Canada, that racial tension is really with the First Nations people. And it's, it's that's kind of where our our tension is in our country. And so to see that that kind of unity join into the fold as well was amazing. Uh, th- that part, to me, spoke kind of louder than anything else because that is yeah because where historically in our country that has been where that tensions that tension kind of sits um so to see you know these these native drum circles and their ceremonies and they're cheering them on and and you know standing right in the front lines in ottawa as well like that spoke volumes to me and uh yeah this i it's it's been the biggest uh kind of celebration of national unity that I I had ever seen. And obviously it got stomped out really hard by the federal government. But um, in doing so, I think that was that really ultimately was a victory for the Freedom Convoy. And it showed it showed really who Trudeau and this government is. Yeah, I uh, I never thought of uh, the Canadian government as an author authoritarian government at all like i just was like oh, you know they're they're kind of socialist but they're nice people you know like yeah whatever holy yeah. jesus <laughs> no nope. yeah nope you're yep you're kind of just like the united states <laughs> like, like, <laughs> like holy shit. um yeah uh, so oh uh, so i i pulled up the articles here uh oh you sobs okay february 3rd 2022 uh the prime minister says that these anti-vaccine uh, anti-vaccine protests in Canada spurs outrage it's a fringe minority that's what he says yep on the 3rd mm-hmm. right okay let's fast forward a little bit february 22 canada legislators back trudeau on emergency powers <laughs> so yeah. in a matter of 19 days maybe a little bit less cuz this might have been written after it happened Right. So two weeks later, uh, you know, at first they're a fringe, you know, don't worry about it. They're just they're coming across. Don't worry about it. Yeah. Uh, just a small group of undesirables. Yep, yeah. Yeah. Don't worry about it at all. Uh, yeah. But then all of a sudden. He's got to bring in a wartime act to stop terrorists. Yeah. yeah. And you missed also that along the way, he also ran and hid to an undisclosed location. Yes, that's right, because he, um, he caught COVID. Well, it was actually even after that. So the, his first excuse was that he had been exposed to COVID. This yeah. was right as the convoy rolled into Ottawa. He said, <coughs> or actually hadn't even coughed yet. He said, uh, I've been uh, contract traced. I, I've been exposed to COVID. I, I can't come out. So that that took four days. Then at the end of the, right on the fourth day, he goes, <clears throat> I've got COVID. We're like, all right, fucking stay in your cabin then for another five days. We'll see you when you're out. Sure enough, comes out five days later, convoy's still there. <laughs> right? Shit. So so now, now he's like, oh, shit, I, I, I don't know what I can do next. So then he got rushed off to an undisclosed location. And now keep in mind that at this point, all that has happened and all that ever happened was there was honking, there was dancing. There was music, there were bouncy castles, there was free food, there was street sweeping, there was street shoveling, because again, Canada, it's still cold and snowy up here. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. Now again, you know what, there there were, in fair enough, there was one instance of somebody dancing on the Tomb of the Unknown Soldier, which was decried yeah. loudly in mainstream media, and it was also decried by the Freedom Convoy. Yeah. And after that happened, um, you know, because there's a lot of, like military veterans that were a part of this movement as well, right? And so after that happened, there were military vets on guard around the Tomb of the Unknown Soldier, 24 hours a day, seven days a week, uh, just to make sure that that war memorial did not get desecrated again. Yeah. Um, There was also what happened. I I think somebody put a Canadian flag on um, Terry Fox, which is one of our, like, national heroes. Uh, He ran across the country 
uh, raising money for cancer research. Mm -hmm. He's a national hero in Canada. Um, but anyway, and that got decried as defacing Terry Fox's statue. Putting well, a funny put, part wait, wait, was, wait, putting a Canadian flag on a Canadian I, I, hero. Like, like, I believe it was that. It could have been something else. I can't remember right now. There was so much that happened <laughs> okay. in that time. But it was it was funny because I think it was. I think that's all it was though. But they were saying that he was standing for whatever. Um, yeah. But it was funny because because then people started to bring up photos of where like politicians were posing beside Terry Fox when people had draped him in, you know, um, a rainbow flag for, um, for, you know, like gay pride and all that stuff, yeah, which is yeah. fine. I, I'm all for that too, yeah, but, whatever. Yeah, but it's whatever. like whatever, because, you know, the thing that they're protesting or the thing that they're, they have Terry Fox standing up for doesn't align with your views. Now, yeah. all of a sudden, it's a big deal, right? It, it doesn't have anything to do with desecrating his his statue. It just has to do with what you're adorning him with. So it's anyway, it was a joke. But uh, yeah, man, and it was crazy. So Trudeau tried to dodge this thing. And the other thing to keep in mind uh, through all of this is that he never even met with anybody from the convoy. At any point, there were no there was no discussion that took place. There was nothing. All it was was met with heavy-handed um, authoritarian force. That was it, you know? Well, yeah, I mean, let's be serious. He doesn't really give a shit what you guys think because uh, Mr. Blackface himself doesn't... There's, there's absolutely nothing mm -hmm. that he wanted to do with you guys. I, I mean, they weren't, they weren't following the science at that point. No. You know what I mean? At that point, you know that the vaccine does not stop from you catching it and doesn't stop you from spreading it. So the the, the mandate itself is pointless at that point. You yeah. know? Oh. So uh you know the so if they are <laughs> If they actually cared about people's, you know, opinion, though, it, it, it might have, you know, it might have stopped short when they got like halfway through the country. <laughs> you know what I mean? So like or when they first yep. got there, like, oh, shit, these people are serious. Right. Like, no, he doesn't yep. care. He doesn't care. He's just like any other world leader. They you know, you're supposed to do what you're told. Yeah. And yeah. And and him. Him almost more so. I mean, I, I imagine that much of our like House of Commons discussion and argument, like the, the question period didn't make it down to like TV in the States. But that's basically where our parliamentarians get up and they argue. And a lot of obviously that discussion um, over that period of time was about the convoy itself. And any any statement that Trudeau made, I, you know, like. The guy well, can't when he, put when together he, when, he, when that woman was like, "Hey, you know, this is wrong," and he was like, "Oh, you're gonna stand with Nazis," and she yeah. ended up being Jewish. <laughs> and oh yeah, yeah, yeah. She, yeah. She's a direct descendant of a of a Holocaust survivor yeah. or of a concentration camp it's survivor. Like, okay, well, I mean, it's just ridiculous. So, well, one, yep. you know, to call the convoy a bunch of Nazis, right? Yep. Like that's just absurd but that, you know that's been but, his playbook the whole time right like he all he cares about is you know identity politics trying yeah, yeah, to, yeah. to paint yeah. everybody with with a brush that he can just you know that's it i don't even have to deal with you anymore because you're undesirables right so yeah. <laughs> he he's an absolute it, it's you know it was a joke because again like what i was kind of getting at is when he was talking in the house of commons any question that got posed to him he had a pre-written response and you know even if it wasn't directly about the question if it was just the topic that was being discussed at the time he would just repeat it over and over and at the end of every statement it's it's uh the vaccine is safe and effective get vaccinated that was it and i mean it was it was pretty clear to i think anybody who was paying attention that right from the get-go even in the way that he would dismiss and tar the the freedom convoy it was that uh he was trying to instigate anger right because oh yeah again yeah the, yeah, the, the only thing that he that he wanted and this is why i kind of said that no matter what at the end of the day the convoy proved something and it did win it inspired a movement because it never got violent despite what the mainstream media will tell you again go look through freedom convoy 2022 poc for freedom convoy again these are instagram yeah. pages yeah i There's don't know I, I don't know who kept everyone calm but they were smart about it yeah because the last thing yeah the last thing the last thing that you want to do is pro you know 
I mean, they were provoking, but you don't want to react. Exactly. And that, that's know. all that it was about the whole time was trying to trying to stir that that angry reaction. And luckily, mm-hmm. it never came. They kept it playful. Like, I, I mean, you see it every weekend when people would flood in there for the weekend, because obviously people are working throughout the week. But every weekend you have kids there, the bouncy castles. And I mean, yeah. even throughout the week, they had they had cookouts in the street. They were feeding homeless people. They would feed whoever wanted to come by. And like I, I didn't go to the the Ottawa one, but we had local protests here we had uh there was a little blockade that got set up at one of the border crossings near me and i went down there after work one day just to see what's going on because you know again like i i was fascinated by all this and i i supported it and so went by there and i could not believe it like i i came by after work and you know they've got all this these food tables set up and they're like feeding me and i'm like well what you know what do i owe you guys and they're like no nothing like all this food gets donated and like you're standing there and cars are driving by just honking and everybody's yelling in favor like like honk 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 as they're driving by like the the thing is the number of people that you would have seen out at these things is just a tiny minuscule amount of the people who actually support this movement absolutely it it's it's starting to reflect itself in like polling numbers and all this other stuff too like it's uh it it sparked something way bigger than uh than i think well, these anybody people need ever to get out and vote those dingleberries out though especially the ones in a uh, parliament that voted for the emergency powers act to extend that stuff you need to get those people out man holy crap i know but i know, I know. It, it probably won't happen but the i thought the memes were fantastic <laughs> oh i guess trudeau like they were like they're honking their horns oh my god like like they were freaking out like it's just it was so great i uh that that was a lot of fun but uh yeah no i i really man to stay to stay true to what they're doing when the cops are raiding your tent and taking your food and your fuel because a lot of those trucks needed the fuel to keep their trucks running to stay warm oh yeah you know the sleeper cabs yeah 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 yeah. and the cops came in raid their tents raid you know take their food supplies take their fuel supplies and then started arresting people or sending people away that were carrying jerry cans full of fuel for trucks Mm -hmm. i mean they really I mean, it's disappointing that the police uh, were doing what they were doing, but I mean, not surprising, right? Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, yeah, I, I mean, I think generally speaking, like not everybody, obviously, but I think I think there's a good portion of like police officers who are in that line of work for a reason, right? To exercise some some sense of authority and power. So, yeah, yeah, I, yeah, yeah. I mean, I. Not I, everybody, obviously. Yeah, yeah, but. of course, of course. Uh, um, I, you know, I know, I, lo- I know a lot of people in law enforcement, um, mm-hmm. and uh, you know, it, you know, not everybody's noble, so right, uh, unfortunately. Right. Um, so yeah, it, it just it it stinks though. You like you're like oh, you know, you you want people to stand up for freedom, and when they're standing up for freedom, they're getting their heads kicked in. So emergency powers act uh, gets instituted, and uh, Trudeau tried to say that they were just they were just going to do this little bit over here we're just going to be really nice about it we're not mm-hmm. going to overextend uh mm-hmm. it didn't take long it really didn't take long uh someone got trampled by a couple horses um i mean people were getting their ass kicked so yep uh there were also there were also reports on the mainstream media that there was no um, what did they call it irritant expired so like no tear gas or anything like that and yet I have like pictures from you know firsthand footage of yeah. pepper spray being sprayed right into the eyes of protesters and it's like well, how, that was I think the most shocking thing to me and I think a lot of Canadians um, actually I know that. Uh, nationally trust in mainstream media dropped down to now 35% of Canada's population. I I don't know what it was before, but it has dropped down to 35% of Canada trusts our mainstream media that was put out last week. Um, And I mean, no wonder why when you were looking at, you could look at Instagram live feeds like, or social media feeds of what's happening on the ground in Ottawa during this time. And then you look at the mainstream media story two hours later and you're like, what the fuck? This isn't what I watched. Like, I know that this is bullshit. I just saw what happened there. And it it was it was bananas. I mean, that that trampling story that you just alluded to, if you saw the CBC headline, it was that somebody threw a bike down in the path of 
the horse to try to injure the horse's legs. It was an old lady's um, like walker, and she got trampled over with it in her hands. So then it's on the ground beside her. And the CBC story was that she threw it down to try to injure the horse's legs. Oh, my God. Yeah. Yeah. It's so awful. if there's one I... bonus, it's that people are really starting to wake up to that. I Oh, man, I want to remain hopeful that people stay awake i guess i don't know what it, like i okay so the united states had the tea party right mm-hmm. do you remember i don't do you remember that you were probably yeah. i've i've heard of it okay, like I'm, I was just, okay. I'm peripherally aware yeah, of yeah. It. so it, it was a long time ago uh um well i mean not a long long time ago but okay so this tea party movement came into the united states it's probably one of the biggest political movements probably of my lifetime i guess uh and I've always been hesitant to hitch my wagon, you know, to any type of political party mm-hmm. or a political movement. And and even with them, it, you know, it was all about freedom and, you know, blood and, you know, and the, anytime they held a protest or a, uh, a rally, you know, they always cleaned up after each, you know, like, it, but they always got just absolutely garbage and like shit on like it didn't matter right. like the pro like it did it doesn't matter the 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 press just vilified these people <laughs> i mean eventually they got co-opted by like the republic our republican party and they they're just it and i don't know it it's just absolutely awful like the our media is exactly the same like it if if you don't fit that little bit of narrative or they're just gonna completely slight you you know what I mean? Like, it just oh, yeah. completely slight you. So, um, I, I don't know. I remember it, and I just, it, and I remember thinking, like, and uh, I, I just remember listening to the radio and people be like, oh, you're waking a sleeping giant. You're waking a sleeping giant. And, like, 10 years later, like, nothing happened. Like, so yeah. I'm just like, ah, damn it. Like, I hope, well, I hope, I hope you're right. <laughs> so, so, oh man, I'm, I'm hopeful, but not, uh, convinced. So, so yeah, it's just, it's one of those things that like people really need to like stay on top of their government. And uh, unfortunately it just, people get comfortable. It doesn't happen. Well, I agree. And I mean, if there's one good thing I can say about our blackface prime minister here, it's that, uh, <laughs> Trudy. it's that, yeah, Trudy, it's that <laughs> he is impervious to scandal. Like, Again, we've got blackface, we've got the We Charity scandal, we've got SNC-Lavalin. He's bullied female members of his own parliament and kicked them out of the party. Like, he's been called oh a God. fake a fake feminist by women in his group. Like, he's, he's at every level, he, and it's funny, actually, because we were watching a lot of, obviously, the debate period, and he was called the most corrupt prime minister in Canada's history. Whoa. And, yeah, this was in the House of Commons. Then all of a sudden, you know, the Liberal Party's all, oh, 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 like yeah. foul, 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 <laughs> yeah, right? Yeah, and yeah, yeah. and so then, so then the conservative, the conservative minister had to walk his words back. He's like, I'm sorry, uh, maybe corrupt isn't the correct word, but scandalous certainly is. And it, I mean, no, corrupt was the the perfect word for it, but scandalous certainly fits too. So, if there's one thing I can say about Trudeau, um, he is pretty impervious to scandal, but it's also, I mean, he's playing on the fact that people have a 15 second attention span now. Right. And I, I'm, I'm in the same boat as you. I mean, I think that you can fire a lot of people up for a righteous cause, but it's trying to get them to remember that when it comes to actually marking that X on your ballot again, Mm -hmm. uh, that is important. And, uh, I I'm with you. I don't have a whole lot of hope in people, but, um, I mean, I, I'm still, I'm holding out hope, I guess. I'm just, I, I don't, uh, I doubt that I'm going to see it come to fruition, at least yeah. the way that I would like it to, but it's, we'll see. I, I, I can't tell you how many times I've heard, well, you're, they're waking a sleeping giant. <laughs> and I'm just like, yeah. I'm like, oh man, I've heard it so many times. Like, good luck. Good luck. Yeah. yeah. Like, no, no, it, that giant is just turning over. It, it's so <laughs> tough. Going I, back to bed. Yeah. Yeah. They're just, they don't care. <laughs> they don't really care. Yeah, yeah. I, I wish uh, I wish I knew your politics a little bit better. Like we are two, we we're really a binary. We're a du- duopoly, right? Like we have two parties really that only that rule the day. Um, mm-hmm. Even though they're both garbage, they pretty much like the same things. They just right. talk a good right. game. You know what I mean? Uh, right. So uh, you know it. 
People still vote for them constantly. Oh my god, <laughs> they do the same things. I don't get it. But uh, yeah, I know. So um, you guys have what? You guys have? Do you guys have more than two parties? You have more than two parties, right? We do. I think that presently, you know, not counting independents, I think that there are five parties represented in the House of Commons. Um, but typically speaking, there's three big parties in Canada, and then there's one big party in the province of Quebec, because again, Quebec is a little bit different. They kind of view themselves as their own country. Mm -hmm. Don't ask. <laughs> um, but they have, so our, our four parties that are represented, uh, so that the Biggest representation is the Liberal Party. Obviously, they won what we call a minority government. So they didn't have enough. They can't push through laws by themselves, but with the help of other parties, they can. Yeah. So it's the Liberals. And then the official opposition is the Conservatives. And then you've got the NDP, which just side with the Liberals no matter what on everything. That's how they got the Emergency Act pushed through. And then there's the Bloc Québécois. And then <laughs> yeah. finally, I think there's one or two seats for the Green Party. As you'd expect, they're the Green Party. Yeah. So, um, <laughs> Freaking <yeah>. weirdos. <laughs> Self-explanatory. Yeah. Um, Quebecois, they're the yeah. only French-speaking province still, right? Uh, yeah. Well, I mean, we do have French as a, a national second language, but yeah. yeah, in Quebec, it's their primary language. And, mainly, uh, yeah. yeah. Yeah, that's their main party. They, they, they usually uh, vote for the Bloc Quebecois. Um, but anyway, so those are the main parties. So the ones that were against the emergencies act were the conservatives and the bloc quebecois and then the ones who pushed it through were the liberals the ndp and then i don't know if you can even give any credit to the greens there's two of them so didn't really matter yeah whether but, they uh, voted for it or not right like, yeah yeah nobody yeah. cared um, like anything green yeah so i mean like hopefully people smarten up i mean i really do i'm hopeful i'm hopeful i'm not i'm not convinced but i'm hopeful i i really am i i um, I, I mean, with our government, I'm not. I'm like, after <laughs> watching the State of the Union, these guys are just like, I mean, it, oh, my God. There's still people that believe the news and, oh, my God, yeah. yeah. I, I do think yeah. that, I think that if anything, kind of, especially in Canada, I, I imagine it's probably the same in the States with what inflation is doing down there. Oh, it's insane. But, but here, it's really starting to hit people's pocketbook, and I think that that's going to... You know, I mean, that's the only way you ever get anybody to care, right? Is yeah. their bottom line. Yeah, so I think true. as true. as people start to see that, it might make them ask, like, why is this happening? Like, why do my groceries cost me 12% more this year? Why yeah. is my gas costing me an extra 40 cents a liter? And yeah. now I think that people will have to actually start asking those questions and they may have to get engaged politically, which I think will be good. I, I'm really interested to see that. I think that I think that that might you know, cause some staying power with people actually being angry and being woken up to what is going on. But just before I know that I know that we're going to close this out fairly soon. So I just wanted to get into quickly, like the closure of the, yep, the Emergencies yep. Act, yep. because because Trudy really took an opportunity to save face on this one. Um, the way that it looked and the way that it was painted in the media was, oh, see, Justin Trudeau was right. Like He gave he, the power back. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, he limited his power. It was very short term. It was just to do what he needed to do. Never mind. Keep in, keep in mind that it was never needed. There was never a national emergency. There was never a threat no. to national sovereignty. There was never a threat to the government being toppled over. None of that was ever true. So anyway, so apart from the fact that there was no rationale to even put it in place in the beginning, mm -hmm. what happened? So... After one week of him forcing it through, uh, it had to get voted on again. Now, what he did uh, was he made it a confidence vote issue, which meant that anybody who voted against it in his own party was saying that we would need to trigger uh, an election because it was saying that they didn't have confidence in him as a leader. So it's it's a dirty trick. Oh. To, yeah. So it basically he threatened anybody who voted against yeah. him that they would now be voting for an election again wow. in the in this pandemic. Right. So anyway, so that that was kind of how he bullied his way through to get it to keep going. But then what happened? So I'll explain it a little bit in Canadian politics. So then what happened when it passed through our House of Commons, which is our elected representatives, then it gets kicked up to the Senate. And now the senators were going to debate this bill because or this act because they can overturn it. And what happened, so two days after the, the House of Commons voted this in and pushed it through, Trudeau was obviously watching the way that this Senate debate was going, and it was not going his way. <laughs> it, was, it was all but guaranteed that within, within probably 36 hours, the Senate was going to vote this down and terminate the, the Emergencies Act. 
overturning the prime minister and basically just throwing egg all over his face in front of the whole country. Right. So he got out in front of it and terminated it himself. And it just, it was purely to save face because, you know, the Senate realized that this was uh, against the charter of rights and freedoms. It was unnecessary. It was never warranted. There was no rationale to instill it in the first place. And so I think that's really important. And hopefully people will remember that whenever our next election comes up, because, um, he would have held on to it for a lot longer if he felt like he had the support. If he could of, have, yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah, but he didn't, and he he smelt that that was coming, and uh, he tried to get out ahead of it. Yeah, that's funny. I heard that he had given it up, and I was like, wow, that's really weird. Like, yeah. that never happens. <laughs> yeah. No, yeah. and it would not have happened. Yeah, yeah. Um, and then uh, I just I want to briefly mention it. Uh, I You know, a lot of my friends are pretty excited about it, for me, it's kind of, uh, I don't know. The U.S. has a Freedom Convoy going now. Do they really? I had seen whispers of it during yeah, the Yeah, for the what Canadian reason? One. I don't know. Like, we don't have any, like, nationwide mandate. Like, everything's pretty much dropped. Even New York City dropped their vaccine and mask mandate. So, like, and oh, they were the yeah. worst. Like, they were the, I mean, California is still pretty, pretty much the worst. But, but. Uh, New York is like one of the worst, especially the Northeast. And uh, uh, so I don't know. I don't know if it's like just a way to raise money because people are just jerks or they're actually <laughs> like they're actually want to do it because they want to do like the Freedom Godway. I don't know. Like I, I was talking well, about probably looked like it. a lot of fun. Maybe yeah. they're going to just try to copy yeah, the party right. atmosphere. Hey, man, go to D.C., get arrested for storming the Capitol. It's all good. So. <laughs> party it up over there. yeah rip it up <laughs> so. yeah no it's uh it, that's funny like i mean i had seen i had seen footage even coming out of uh israel apparently they had one a uh, couple going across denmark <sighs> in europe they need Australia. one in israel are they they're on like their 10th booster there jesus i'm being <sighs> hyperbolic it's like five I know. but yeah but, but yeah, still but still yeah. yeah yeah they definitely need one yeah, yeah, man, it's uh, but anyway, I mean, that that's interesting. I, I I'm kind of with you. I don't understand the rationale of the states, uh, but I again, I don't follow. No. I, I don't really follow your guys's um, politics that that closely. So, nope, no. And I was like, yeah, I wouldn't I wouldn't expect you to. But the uh, the I, I, I was surprised that they honestly, I just heard it like same thing. I kind of heard the whisper and then all the, like a couple of my friends were like, it's coming. And I'm like, what is coming? Like, what are you talking about? Oh, the freedom convoy. I'm like, I don't care. Like, I just like, it was like my state never really shut down. So, you know, it, it wasn't mandating anything. So I was like, uh, yeah, okay, great. Yay. You know? Right. So, right. Um, no, man, I'm, you know, I'm really, really proud that like, uh, I, I didn't expect it from Canadians. I'm not going to lie to you. I did not expect it. I'm a Canadian it, man, and I didn't expect it. Yeah, no, I'm 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 happy for you and um I'm glad that you guys really stood up for yourselves and I'm kind of disgusted that the US didn't uh stand up for our, ourselves when the federal government was going to mandate everyone and and honestly they pretty much had because a lot mm -hmm. of people had gotten the vaccine uh because they thought that they were going to lose their jobs. Yeah. So no one put up I mean very few people put up a fight and and I don't want to say the person's name I don't even want to say like how I'm associated with her but she uh she works in a pharmacy and of a hospital and she did not want to get the shot mm -hmm. but in order for her to work there she had to get the shot so she got the shot and she got the first round of shot and now she's got a heart disease for the rest of her life so um mm -hmm. you know great <laughs> you know like what the fuck <laughs> so uh yeah. you know this is the type of thing and i don't think she's i don't think she's uh one in a million right yeah you know this is not it's not so i wish more people in the united states had stand stood up for people whether or not they agreed with the shot it's the mandating part the the that, fact that matter you know the fact of the matter is, is like you know you, you should be if you're an adult you should be able to choose period so that's it. That's it to yeah. me, too. And I mean, if if 90 percent of Canada were being told 90 percent of those age 12 and up are double vaccinated, um, I can promise you that there was a large portion of, of that 90 percent that were in favor of the Freedom Convoy, in favor of people having the right to choose 
because again, like, um, yeah. you know, Tr Trudy likes to tout that, that percentage while still, you know, inexplicably keeping us shut down and mandated, despite the fact that we have some of the highest vaccination rates in the world, yeah. way higher than countries that are already opened up and <laughs> got rid of everything. So, I mean, again, none yeah. of this makes any fucking sense. No, no. But after that, he also, he, he likes to tout this 90% number while seemingly blind to the fact that, you know, there is a good portion of that 90% that only got it because they co they were coerced. Yeah, they were it. forced. Yes, they yes, were forced, absolutely. They were coerced. Yeah, yeah. yeah it, it's not because they wanted to get it. So um, he seems to forget that. And a lot of that 90% will still also stand up for people's bodily autonomy and the right to choose. Because that's, again, that that's all the right. That's all the... That's all the argument is. Nobody's telling you that you can't get your boosters. You can't get vaccinated. It's just that people should have that right to decide, especially when now it's not limiting spread. It's just specifically for your own personal health. If you feel you want it, then go ahead and get it. But if you don't, you're not hurting your neighbor. You, you don't worry about it. Oh. Fair yeah. enough. All right. Zach, thank you for the last minute guest <laughs> appearance. Although... People, we're 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 recording this now, and people won't hear it for like a week. But, uh, oh. yeah, uh, tell people where they can find you. Oh right, uh, I I forget. I I'm so bad at doing that. <laughs> um, plaid jacket philosopher. It's on any podcasting platforms. Uh, yeah, I just released an episode that I liked. It's called uh, Thoughts and Prayers, but that's T H O T S because I'm really sick of people virtue signaling online, and it usually seems to be the same. Uh, thoughts on my my uh, <laughs> friends list page. So anyway, <laughs> uh, yeah, check it out if you want to. Uh, if not, that's cool too. I like talking to Brendan here, and uh, he's been on my podcast before. We'll have to get him back on mine again. Um, but yeah, thanks for having me again. Thanks for coming on, and I had a great time on uh, on your episode. I just listened to that the other day. Actually, I was like, oh, yeah, that was fun. That was a that was a good time. <laughs> I had fun with that one too. Yeah. We'll have to do it again. I forgot about the flashlights. I was like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, <yeah. laughs> <That's great>. yeah. <laughs> uh, I did too. <laughs> uh, <laughs> all right, uh, folks, uh, you know how to get a hold of me, Brendan at dadsww.com. Forget Jim on this episode. Who cares about him? Jeez, you know, <laughs> really. Uh, but yeah, you can't stand us. Hate mail at dadsww.com. And uh, hit up our social media. You can find us on Facebook, Twitter, and Insta. And, uh, and uh, don't forget to give us a like a share, a subscribe, and a review. Appreciate it. Jump on Plaid Jacket Philosopher and give him a review. Jump on Spotify. Give him five stars. Come on. Hook the guy up. All right. I forgot that Spotify has reviews now. They do. They do. And it's super easy. Just hit the button. Boom. Five stars. Submit. Oh, That's I'll, it. Have to, I'll have to ask that for my listeners, too. There you go. <laughs> All right, folks. Thanks for listening. Later. See ya. Dads worldwide. Loyal listeners, possibly you.